This is Bloomberg Business of Sports. The world's changing. And what are things we can do to, to transform our business and engage our fans globally in different ways? People are using their name and likeness to create more opportunities, more stakes in companies. In order to turn the organization around, we had to turn it around not only just on the baseball operations side, but on the business operations side. Football and any other sport is very difficult, but I like to broaden my horizons and be able to expand sports. You need to be consumed live. And that's a big competitive advantage for intellectual property holders of sports content in the media landscape. Bloomberg Business of Sports from Bloomberg Radio. Hi, everyone. I'm Jason Kelly. And I'm Mike Lynch. And I'm Michael Barr. And this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast, where we explore the big money issues in the world of sports. Well, guys, really excited about the show today, right in my wheelhouse. You know how much I love fitness today. Delighted to be joined by Equinox Media President and Chief Operating Officer Simon Belsham. You've heard that name before. They are one of the leading brands, if not the leading brand, when it comes to fitness. They are all over the map, literally and figuratively, when it comes to high-end fitness, increasingly pushing into the online space, the app space, and that's where we find Simon. Uh, Simon, really good to have you with us. We've got a million questions for you. Um, I mean, first of all, tell us a little bit about kind of where we are in the world of fitness, you know, here we are in late May 2021, coming out of a pandemic, God willing. Um, so much has changed when it comes to the world of fitness. Set the stage for us. Of course. And thanks, Jason and, and guys, for, for having me on the, on the show today. It's great to be here. This is an exciting time in the world of fitness. You know, I think uh, at Equinox Group, we've always believed that the future of fitness is this hybrid of digital and physical experiences. And as we emerge from the pandemic, I think we're starting to see those come together uh, in a very unique way. And, and you know, just to give you a couple of data points, clearly the pandemic created a lot of forced trial of digital fitness. But as the clubs and the studios have started to reopen, and thank goodness we've started to see some of the mask mandates lifted, we know that and see that our members that are using digital and physical together are actually working out 70% more than members that were just using the clubs or, or digital apps by themselves. And so you know, we're very excited about this moment. We're very excited about the opportunities uh, and the experiences we're able to create for our members going from, forward from here. Simon, I'm going to ask the question that some people like me are thinking now Jason he's all chiseled and he he looks like dash rip rock and of course Mike you know he played in football and all this other stuff now I'm built like Jackie Gleason so now what can you do for me when I say listen I I want to use the Equinox product what can you do for me well Michael one of the great things I think about this space is that everyone's uh, fitness journey is unique and different. Everyone's body is different. Everyone's physiology is different. Every, everyone's recovery is different every day. And so as part of the experience that we're creating is this personalization uh, and a variety of content that, that meets people where they are. And, and very much how we think about it is that, you know, we, we're creating a product and experience that's for you whenever, wherever you are and whenever you're ready. And just to give you a bit of a sense of that, so we have an integration with Whoop. Uh, I know you had Will and the Whoop team on the podcast recently as well. Um, and, you know, I got up this morning. My Whoop told me that my recovery was good yesterday. 
uh, and it recommended a more intense workout for me this morning, you know, a soul cycle 45 minute class or an Equinox 60 minute athletic conditioning class. It knows your strain. And, and if you had a difficult recovery day yesterday and, and into today, it probably recommends something that was more about stretch and recovery, maybe with Tom Brady's TB12 or even just a meditation with Headstrong today. And so what we believe in this hybrid experiences is also about how do we create things that are really personal for you because your body and your physiology and your journey uh, is different from Jason's or Mike's or mine. So Simon, this is Mike up in Boston. Um, you called yourself recently the HBO of fitness. What does what do you mean by that? Yeah, it's a good it's a good question. So we, you know, one of the things that we believe about digital fitness is that content really matters and quality of content really matters. Uh, you know, I think we all can probably point to good teachers or bad teachers in our life, and I think it's the same in fitness. The difference between a good instructor and a bad instructor is someone who gets 20% more out of you and, and leaves you wanting to come back for more. And so we focused a lot on creating the best content in the fitness world. We work with the best brands, some of which I mentioned, but also Solid Core for Pilates and SoulCycle for beats uh, riding, uh, rumble boxing for, for, for sort of boxing and strength. But we've also, uh, you know, and we believe through all of those brands, we've got the best talent in, in, in the market. But we've invested a lot in creating high-quality content production as well. We have an Emmy Award-winning production team. We use one of the old Daily Show studios uh, in, in Manhattan to shoot most of our content. Uh, and so bringing it together, we see uh, that creating high-quality content is a critical part of your digital fitness journey. And so that's how we think of ourselves as, as the HBO Fitness. There are, there are no bad shows on HBO. And so... Simon, when you think about the the journey to to get here, um, you know, for every company, there there are twists and turns along the way. Obviously, the pandemic, um, you know, threw a wrench in, into a lot of plans. Tell us about sort of how this app, especially, and how the online presence has evolved. What have you had to tweak along the way? You had a version of this called. Varus, I believe, help us understand, you know, kind of how how the branding and the content, you know, kind of changed and evolved over time. Yeah, you know, we've at Equinox Group, we we've always believed that the future of fitness is this hybrid of digital and physical experiences. In fact, back in early 2019, before any of us had even heard of COVID or anticipated anything like this happening, we surveyed our members, and at the time. 60% of them told us that they were supplementing their in-club workout with a digital app in some way. And so we knew this behavior was there. And um, clearly the pandemic created a lot of forced trial of digital fitness. And so for us, we, uh, we launched our app to our Equinox members when the clubs were shut. And we got a lot of learning from that over the last year. We were able to listen and learn from them. Um, and being able to develop that. And one of the ways is we initially launched it as, as, as you say, the brand Varus by Equinox. But quickly we learned that actually it made more sense for our members and, and for the proposition to, to um, use the Equinox brand more. And so at the start of this year, we rebranded to Equinox Plus. But really that's because we, we believe this is one part of that future of fitness experience, this combination of digital meets physical. And so what we're doing this summer 
uh, is we're bringing you know the Equinox Club app, which members have had for a number of years, that helps them check into clubs and book PT and book uh, group fitness classes. We're bringing that together with Equinox Plus, and and from that we will have what I believe is the only uh, digital meets physical app uh, and platform and experience that exists in the world. And so, you know, if I get up today and I want to go to a club, I can book my group fitness class. I can order a smoothie when I get there. I can arrange my PT. And then when I get home in the evening, I can do a stretch class with TP12 or go to sleep to a headstrong meditation. And it's this ability to bring all of that together in one place. Uh, so that you can track your fitness journey, you can track your progress, uh, that we believe makes the biggest difference. And we've heard that from our members over the last year, and, and we're excited to build from that proposition uh, and, and you know, for, for everyone as we go forward. Obviously, the brick-and-mortar gyms were slammed hard when COVID hit. Now that we're hopefully on the back end of it and the, the brick-and-mortars are starting to open back up again, Will they be bigger and stronger than ever? Bigger and stronger than ever. You know, and we were excited about how members are coming back to the clubs already. We, you know, almost every day is breaking records for check-ins. Um, you know, sales have been consistently up. I know, you know, Harvey talked a bit about uh, increases in, in that last week. And the satisfaction we're seeing from our members, particularly for our cleanliness standards and our hygiene standards, which we believe is going to be you know, critical. So we're really excited about what members are seeing as they come back. But more than anything, we think this proposition of bringing these things together is, is going to be critical. You know, we know our members' lives are going to be different coming out of COVID. The flexibility of work and life is probably more than it was before. And so having something that enables you to work out wherever you are and whenever you're ready uh, we believe is, is is very important and is and is different from anything else. And as I said, uh, we're seeing that with our members today. So members that are using both uh, are actually working out 70% more than members who are just checking in or just using the app by itself. Uh, and this is a really, for us, compelling stat that just points to where uh, our members are going. Simon, how successful have you been uh, during COVID and, and where we are right now uh, retaining current members and recruiting new members? Yeah, I mean, I think we feel really good about where we are and about how the world is opening up and, uh, and, uh, and Equinox's position within that. We've, we often talk about this flight to quality. I think people are more focused on health and wellness than they've ever been before. And so I think the way that we're positioned, the, the operation that we have, um, I think sets us up uh, incredibly well for, for this post-COVID world. And, and so that combination of digital and physical coming together, um, the, the, the content, the talent um, that we're able to bring to create those really immersive experiences and the variety, you know, which we talked about, you know, you know for Michael's journey around, you know, that ability to personalize the experience. So we think these are core foundational pillars that have really set us up for success. So, Simon, at... 
let's talk if we can about sort of your your typical member because Equinox has always you know been seen as a high end proposition in many ways. You know, it it costs more and and the quality is higher by all accounts. Um, you know, than than maybe your typical big box gym in many ways. You know, all the way down to the the types of products that are that are in the locker rooms and you know it, it is a it's a high end experience. What have you learned about kind of the the segmentation, as it were, of the market that either is the same, you know, here in 2021 as it was in 2018, 2017, um, or or how is it different? Tell me about kind of where uh, Equinox, especially from the from the broader um, hybrid perspective, fits in in that segmentation. Do you know, I think one thing that's interesting for me about the segmentation of our members and, and, and customers is this focus on community is something that's really stood out um, over the last year. And I think as we've been um, deprived of, of in real life communities in many ways, we really saw the need for sharing experiences stand out during the pandemic. And that really manifested itself in, in terms of live classes. Now, I know there was a study done, I think, through MindBody that showed before the pandemic, only 7% of people had taken a live class, and that went up to over 70%, you know, only halfway through the pandemic. And so we quickly pivoted our proposition to, to, you know, to create those live uh, experiences. But I think as we emerged from the pandemic, this need for communities even more, and through our clubs and our studios, connected by digital, uh, we want to create more of those for people to connect them to others um, like them and, and, and to help them on their journey. And then I think, you know, I'd go back to you know, everyone's journey is unique. And, and I know, you know, it's, it's, um, it's good to, and helpful at times to, to segment people. But really what we're trying to create is a very personal one-to-one experience uh, that really meets you wherever you are. And I think another thing that stood out for us during the pandemic is this increased focus on mental fitness and mental wellness. And as we come to the end of Mental Health Awareness Month, I think this is something that's really embedded itself in people's routines much more than than ever was before. And so through Headstrong, uh, we've seen significant growth in that brand and in engagement with the content of that brand. Um, because the more people now more than ever that focus on mental fitness as well as physical fitness is is a critical part and so we see these as really interesting trends within within our customers and with our members all right simon i'm going to take this from a slightly different direction and maybe ask it in a slightly more pointed way which is and i remember talking to to harvey harvey spivak the executive chairman of, of your company about this a couple years ago that during the financial crisis, a lot of people expected the financial crisis back in, in 2008. A lot of people said, expected from the outside, you know what? I'm going to give up my expensive gym membership. Like Equinox, especially, it, as I've alluded to, it's one of the higher end uh, offerings out there. And that didn't happen. And so I wonder how that has sort of sustained through, you know, a sort of interesting economic time here. Is there a sense that remains that qual- that people essentially will pay for quality, that they will pay up for an experience that is both personalized and, and seen to, to be a higher quality proposition? Certainly what we're seeing so far is that there is absolutely a a flight and a movement to quality and and personalization. 
but we also, through the offering of what we're doing, are able to provide access to this, you know, unlimited access to this, this unrivaled collective of brands to more people. And so today you can become a member, you get Equinox Plus as part of your membership, but you can also access Equinox Plus if you're in a city where that may not exist, uh, where the clubs don't exist, and uh, still access the content and the talent and the trainers that we have. And so we do see that as more and more people focus on health and wellness, that more and more of their budget will go to health and wellness and this this movement to, to quality, to standards um, uh, and high degrees of, of, of motivation and, and instruction uh, are going to be important. So, yeah, I, I agree. That's, you know, that's an important part of how we feel we're well positioned for, for this new world. Have you found that your business model has been ideal for the industry that you're trying to set up? So when, when you say ideal, you mean, say, say a bit more. Profitable. Is it, has it been profitable for you? Has it, has, I mean, obviously everything takes hard work, but is, is the model turning into profits for you is what I'm trying to say. So I won't comment and don't comment on, you know, the profitability of the business. But what I can say is that what we are creating today is creating levels of engagement that I don't think uh, anyone else can can touch in terms of the number of times that a member, you know, is engaging with us, you know, both physically and digitally and through the breadth of what they're doing. And we believe that member satisfaction, that member experience is an you know, the most fundamental thing for, for creating a great business. And so, I, you know, I do feel really good uh, about what we've created and, and what it's enabling us to do as a, as a company and as a group. Simon, so convince me why I should ride a soul cycle instead of a Peloton. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, I think, you know, the, the, the content quality that we've talked about, you know, the immersive um experience that we're able to create through the app the way that we focused on content production I, you know we at the weekend on sunday we did our first national omni-channel event to celebrate 10 years of lady gaga's born this way foundation and we shot a live class from soul cycle outside in hudson yards and just reading some of the reviews from that afterwards there were people writing reviews saying this class brought me to tears it was the first time since being back in the studio in you know in March 2020, that I've really felt so immersed in and engaged with my fitness, and I we see those reviews all the time uh, with the talent, with the music, with the way that we bring that together. And you know, soul is about this combination of mind uh, and body together. This you know mind-altering fitness, uh, as we talk about with with soul at the moment, and no one else can bring that to you with it. With, you know, we've got the 20 years of, of experience with the brands that enable us to do that, and then the combination of uh, the personalization you get through Equinox Plus, um, the uh, connectivity with the studio. So whether you're taking a class in a studio, outside, on the bike at home, you can track and you know the progress of your of your fitness journey through all of that. So I think it's a much more holistic experience. It's a much more uh, emotive uh, experience that really connects mind and mind and body. And I, I give you I give you a, a chance to, to test test it for a few days, uh, and you can tell me what you think. <laughs> um, so Simon, I mean, sort of building on that a little bit. I mean, the the competitive landscape certainly has changed over over the past few years, and and it's 
no secret that the pandemic certainly accelerated a lot of trends that were out there. There was, I think it's fair to say, a, a bit of a saturation when it came to the boutique fitness side of the business. You're increasingly seeing this platform approach take hold in many ways. You talked about some of the brands that you guys have under your umbrella, You know, whether it's SoulCycle, Blink, Pure Yoga, um, and, and a number of others, SolidCore. Um, is that where we're going here? I mean, from your perspective, having watched you know, businesses build, not just in the fitness space, but beyond. You were the president of Jet.com, which is obviously now part of Walmart. You understand building platforms in many ways. Is that where we're headed? Are we going to see further consolidation uh, in this market, do you think? So I think our business models will always follow where our members want to go. And I do see that members are craving more variety Mm -hmm. in what they do. And so it's incumbent on a business to be able to provide that variety, to really personalize to them. And, and, and that's why we brought on you know, Tom Brady's TB12 business, because we knew that that stretch and recovery and that is, is more of a focus for people now. And they wanted that to augment what they were doing, you know, in, in, the, in, you know, in hip workouts before. But over time, we've definitely seen a move with customers to no days off. And it's something we talk about a lot. Um, but to achieve that, you don't want to do the same thing every day. So to meet those needs, to enable customers and members to have those, that no days off ability uh, and to feed that mentality, you've got to have the variety. Uh, I think also this connectivity of data and, and the platform uh, meets you know, the expectations, people's expectations they've learned through other methods through retail and through, you know, restaurants and other areas where you know maybe omni-channel has has moved faster than the fitness world, is they want a really seamless and integrated experience. They don't want to turn up to an Equinox club and have a different experience than they do on the app. And so you've got to create that seamlessness, and platforms enable uh, you to do that. And then finally, I think there's a lot of data out there. You know, we talk a lot about wearables, and there's a plethora of wearables out there. Data without knowledge isn't really that helpful. Uh, And so, again, the platform being able to integrate HealthKit or Whoop or others and then provide guidance uh, around what you do with that data, uh, again, is really important. So as I look at the future of fitness, as I look at our business and the platform we're building, there are analogies to these other industries, as you, as you rightly say, that it really is about bringing those different fragmented uh, experiences together in one place to really help our members get that very joined up view of, of their own fitness journey. Well, Simon, it's been really good catching up with you. We really appreciate it. President and COO of Equinox Media. Uh, a lot ahead when it comes to the world of fitness. We're getting back into this world where some of the things we're doing live and some of the things and in person and some of the things, you know, we still want to do at home. And so these these offerings that that cover it all uh, certainly are becoming more and more appealing to folks. We, we really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks for your time. Thank you, Thanks, Simon. Simon. This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast. I'm Michael Barr. You can follow me on Twitter at Big Bar Sports. 
And I'm Mike Lynch. You can follow me at LynchyWCVB. And I'm Jason Kelly. Find me at Jason Kelly News. We're here each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday through our podcast, Exploring the World of Money and Sports. You're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports on Bloomberg Radio, around the world and online, wherever you get your podcasts.